0: Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go, so come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast.
1: What are you afraid of, man? Everything. No, (laughs) just lots of stuff. No, there is a lot of
0: a lot. Like, what are you? What are you asking? Like, uh, I'm afraid of dying. That's obvious. I think most people are.
1: Yeah, but I think I'm talking about more. Like, we're just talking about just fear. Now, here's the deal. I don't want to. Talk a whole lot about the fear aspect of chasing dreams and stuff. I want to just play in the fun space of fear. Oh, okay.
0: So like fear of failing at at YouTube or this podcast failing. Like we'll leave that kind of yeah. That's that's all. Like we get that.
1: I'm talking about just like you're like you're just your your personal vessel. Like what are you trying to Uh, stay away from? What do you? Well, we talked
0: we talked about um, when we were doing the we're idiots one, and I was like, oh, I used to jump off my parents' roof or whatever. Somehow that's changed because last time I had to get on my roof, like by the time I got to the top rung of the ladder, you know, where you have to like make that transition from the top of the ladder to the to the roof, which was only like, I don't know, 12 feet in the air, not super tall, but I was shaking. Like yeah. literally shaking. I'm like, whoa, when did I get this fear of heights? Yeah. Do you do you fear more
1: when you get old? I'm certain I think I think uh our own mortality becomes closer to us and we start to realize so i i do i think so i i actually have always been sort of like had this weird fascination with heights I've, I've always liked them but i mean dude i when i jumped out of a plane i wasn't nearly as afraid as i was as when i was like it was a ladder story and i because I, my house uh, a couple houses ago the two-story house and there was one room where the roof of that room was the roof of the second story It was one of those big rooms a real high up and i was painting that room and to paint to, to paint the top of a two-story house when the ladder's touching the bottom story, that's gotta
0: be like 20 feet.
1: Yeah, way up there, that's right? Way up, yeah. Now imagine it's one of those ladders where it's like a telescoping ladder, you know, clink, clink, mm-hmm. clink, 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 clink. And I had to put it on its highest setting. So I'm up on the top of this thing and it is just wobbly. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? And I'm trying to edge it in, you know. And I remember being like <laughs> This is I was more comfortable when I jumped out of a plane uh, than I am right now. So I I'm kind of in your camp on at least that one.
0: Yeah. Okay, so heights, heights are there now for me. Yeah. But like there's a lot of other stuff. Like we have scorpions. Yeah. You know, like a lot of scorpions cuz we're in the desert. And I I I've never been stung by one, but my dad was um when he was younger. He got stung in like the the toe or something. And apparently he's allergic. <laughs> So his like toe like completely swelled up. I can't remember I can't remember exactly if he had to go to the hospital or whatever, but like it was bad. Yeah. like he got stung by a scorpion and it was bad. And I'm like, I've never been stung so I don't know if I'm allergic and it would get like seriously bad. So like anytime I see a scorpion, I, my wife you know, if she sees a scorpion, she calls on me like and the kids too like I'm the scorpion killer. Of the yeah house. Me sorry too. if you're a scorpion lover we i i self-preservation i'm not gonna like uh, my, yeah, yeah my family gets self-preservation stumped. exactly yeah. so uh, you know I'm, I'm the one that always gets called upon but yet like whenever i do it's all i, I always like uh get a, a pole or something so i don't have to get like super close to the scorpion when i yeah. kill it because i don't want to take the chance so yeah scorpions also scare me rattlesnakes we have those out here Ooh, we do as well snakes in general any any reptiles really <laughs> right i don't know why i'm not a reptile guy but like reptiles kind of creep me out a little bit but yeah the idea of getting bit by a snake especially uh, yeah. a poisonous
1: one well they that's that that kill you
0: does rattlesnakes oh, kill very, you
1: it very much could it could it's not i mean if you're not able to tend to it right away it could everybody reacts to this stuff differently Are you right? supposed to suck the poison out i hear that but <laughs> see i don't I, even
0: know like here we are living amongst rattlesnakes and i don't even know what i'm supposed to do if i get bit by one that's probably bad
1: well so uh, when i came up on a rattlesnake years ago I, I, now this is where I have, a, I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie and I just was, you playing, like to play with fire. I was playing with it and I was, and I got lucky because I was getting as close as I could with my hands. And I mean, my brain's like, do you think you're faster than a rattlesnake skizz? And it's like, because <laughs> cause you're not, you're going to lose, you know, yeah. but I would just like, was really, I don't know, something came over me, but, but when it comes down to a scorpion, I'm waiting cause I'm, I live just right down the road and they're in, They're in my house all the time and it makes me nuts. So the point where I can't just go downstairs and get a drink of water without putting some flip-flops on, you know what I mean? I'm so worried about the day I step on one and it gets me and, 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 and I never see one and I'm like, Hey, look, a scorpion. I'm always like, Oh, like it's it's still (laughs) to this day. It's still like just jars me, you know? (laughs) <laughs> thanks for
0: testing the compression on the uh podcast <laughs> recording i appreciate that uh <laughs> you can find out in editing how that worked yeah. uh but yeah no i'm with you man like oh gosh i i've had my youngest you know she's 11 years old now but she was even younger then like wake up in the middle of the night with a scorpion crawling on her in her bed and like i like uh no I don't like that's that. not okay you know and like everyone listening right now is like you have scorpions burn the place down yeah you know wish yeah. we could but no uh, we just got to deal with them. Well, because
1: here's here's what you hear: if you see a scorpion in your house, well, congratulations, you have scorpions. Meaning, yeah, you can't get rid of them. Right, you just can't do it. And I don't buy. I I would say I don't. Actually, know I do buy that because I the amount of money I've paid to like for professionals to come do what they need to do and put down the diatomaceous earth and do the poison. I mean, everything you can think of. And sometimes it, they subside for a little bit, but. Uh, this is a scorpion podcast at this point. But yeah, my are-
0: dad. My dad went on a full offensive on scorpions. He was having like an, a major issue with scorpions, and he was like, "That's it. I've had enough." And <laughs> instead of hiring a professional, like he did all the research himself, bought everything he needed to buy on Amazon, and like basically just did coded the entire yard, the house, everything with scorpion killer. And and I think he solved it at least for a day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, uh, when did this happen?
0: Years ago, and it. years ago, no, I, I I think he did. I think he he didn't have to deal with scorpions for like the rest of the time he was in that house. Oh, uh, so okay. I well, I there think there is a way, but
1: you have to go on a full. Blown I felt like I did. Dude, I I was ordering stuff like this, like special stuff online, and doing it myself, and and like got one of those pumps where you put the the poison in there and then you pump, build pressure, spray around. Oh my gosh! I was doing everything you. I'm could gonna reach imagine. out to him. I'll
0: reach out to him find out what he got. Yeah. So Maybe yeah. we both need to do it. I'll, although with all the the landscaping and stuff that we've had done recently, I haven't seen any in a while. So I think it like scared him into uh, McBean's yard. They're they're
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just hanging out. They're just waiting for everything. And that's come true. Of, yeah. Yeah.
0: It is winter too, so I think they're good. Gonna... Uh, anyway, man. yeah, scorp- scorpions. I don't want to get stung. I don't want to get bit by a rattlesnake. I don't. I don't. Spiders, dude. I don't like spiders. Now scorpions are part of the arachnid yeah, family, yeah. but. It's, it's interesting. Like, I'm not that squeamish about spiders, and I've actually got bit by a black widow before. Yeah, but you didn't know you were. No, but that yeah. did, that actually did a number on me. I felt yeah. terrible. Yeah, it was really But it didn't bad. kill me, so. No, it was
1: really bad, though. <laughs> like, you end up in the hospital, I think.
0: Um, I Yeah, it- I think I did end up having to go to, not not the hospital, but, like, an urgent care type it, thing. Yeah, okay. No, that was...
1: <laughs> so, have you seen those spiders that... Here's the deal. Have you seen those spiders that carry their babies on their backs, right? Mm-hmm. Cause the scorpions do this too. You found one of your, yeah. I found one of my... There was, there was one at my house. This is a, again, not this house, but another house. And I was- The one like, you burned down. Cause you- I, Dude, I was spiders. thinking about it. This spider <laughs> was massive, bro. And it was, and, and my wife's like, look at this thing. I'm like, that's not its body. Those are babies. Like it's, and I'm like, okay, this is going to get real bad real fast. But if these get away, then just like this, it's on our this our front door. I'm going to have hundreds of these spiders yeah. around this area. So I grabbed the poison- and the first thing I did was I, I did a circle of poison around it, you know, to trap them all, which yeah. I, I don't like killing anything. So it just still messes with me. But I did a big old circle around it. They knew it was up. And it looked like the body melted because they they all just like just jailbreak. Oh, oh like, like I got the I got the goosebumps, dude. And Ugh. it was and I was just like, oh, God, just like spray as much as I could. And I still to this day, it just gives me the creeps. It just that, that's a real fear I I have. in my mouth. a little bit,
0: <laughs> Picturing that told that story way too it was well gnarly now now everybody listening is like oh yeah i also feel squeamish <laughs> he
1: told that story way too well is that what you said <laughs> yeah.
0: i guess that's part of what we do is paint pictures through yeah, audio but that's what we're supposed to oh uh, yeah um what else man what else i mean we just like oh yeah jumped right in I got dude you. i don't like uh, we said we're not going to talk too much about like death no, go ahead dude like yeah. i don't like the idea of suffocating oh dude that just seems like a horrible thing. Yeah. You know, like just not being able to get oxygen. Just yeah, or just drowning in general. Yeah, drowning, suffocating. Yeah. The stuff like that definitely scares me.
1: I have you ever almost drowned? I mean, well, your story, I mean, you don't you don't remember, you don't have a right. Your no, sister I mean, was able to fetch yeah, you she out. She pulled me
0: out before I ever got to a, a drowning yeah. level. So, no. No, but like you, you ever like do those things where you try to see how long you can hold your breath Yeah, and it gets very uncomfortable. It
1: does. And I, I remember my longest was a minute 35. I was younger, but, but I was working on it, but you have such control over it. It's a yeah. different gig. But I do remember one time I was in a small pool and by small pool, it was almost like, is this even a pool? Like it almost looked like, like it was a really nice, fancy pond slash waterfall in, in the back of somebody's house. I remember where I was at. I was very, very young. Well, it was big enough for a raft apparently. And it was just like a small raft. And there were three of us, just me and two other kids. And we were just playing and nothing, nobody did anything wrong. But at some point, I don't remember how this happened, but I went underwater and I went to come up and the raft was there. So I went to go on the outside mm. of the raft and no matter what I did, some weird like like chain of events, I couldn't get away from the raft. I couldn't not do, and they weren't, I to this day, I don't think that they were, you know, they weren't evil kids, I couldn't do it, dude. So it got to a point where it's like, dude, I need, I need, I need to get up. I need some water. I need some air. Mm-hmm. I, I need some air. I'm going to die. Like it was like and, and now that the panic to this day, I can I can conjure up that panic because I remember like I, I couldn't, it wasn't a place where I could put my feet on the bottom and push them up. I just had to get up and I couldn't get it to happen. I remember like slowly accepting my fate and almost doing that gasp of pull the water into your lungs. Oh, like it was that bad. bad. Yeah. And then I got lucky and I I happened to find that opening and, and came up. The
0: funny thing is like, you probably would have been okay for a few more minutes you know what it's I mean? weird how that works yeah, yeah but like yeah you panic and stuff do you remember when we did the tough mutter oh yeah and we were coming up on what they called the arctic oh, enema oh my gosh uh, which was a giant bath basically uh filled with ice water and, it's in, and then yep. and then um it, you had to get across it but in the middle of it there was like a wall across the top so you had to submerge yourself to go under 100 because
1: above the wall was barbed wire yeah yeah
0: so as we're going through it They had just poured, like, a fresh batch of ice on the other side of the wall. With a tractor. Yeah. So so it was, like, a bunch of ice. But it was on the other side of the wall. So as we went under uh, that middle wall and started to kind of come up, there was so much ice that I I panicked at that moment. I was, like, I don't think I can get, like, up. Like, my head up. Through this ice, it felt like a layer of solid ice. Yeah. There was so much ice and and I like, I just, I started to panic a little bit. I thought that was it. I thought I was going to drown in the Arctic enema and tough mutter. And I'd signed a waiver saying if I did die, that nobody could press charges. So I was like, this yep. is great. This is how I go. <laughs> yeah, they poured too much ice in this thing. I was
1: right with you too. Oh, and that, it's funny. Cause there's like 21 or 22 different obstacles. And that was the only one I was afraid of because I, I don't handle don't cold. Do well, well. Yeah. I do not, I cannot so handle freezing cold. to
0: death is probably freezing, one of oh, your
1: dude. fears. But at least, but it's weird because I mean, it would be, I don't know, that would be a slow, awful death, but there's some cold shuts me down where I can't use my, my motor skills and stuff. Mm. So like when your body has this um, propensity to protect its vital organs, it's why your feet and your hands get colder faster because your, yeah. it's like your hands, blood gets blood. diverted
0: to your, yeah, vital yeah put it in the core. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm a tall dude and whatever that's always on overload for me. So the slightest bit of coolness and then my hands and my feet are instantly cold. So here I know I'm going to jump into this uh, and keep in mind, this bathtub of ice is like 20 feet long. It's basically one of those big uh, uh, garbage, uh, Canisters you see outside of construction sites. That's right. what it, that's what it was, right? So it's about twenty feet long, and you jump in. They have a ramp on the front, ramp on the back. You jump in, you got to get through it. And I was just like, i this is. The th- I was dreading it for weeks before we went. Yeah. And I remember one of our buddies, Luke, was with us, and he was awesome because as we approached it, he, he's. I could see it in the distance, and he's like, "Don't think about it. Don't think. Just jump. I'm going to go with you." Like he was just in my ear. He was awesome, and I was just petrified, man, petrified because I'm like, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to lock up, and we jumped in. And I was, it wasn't like, oh, it's chilly. It was like painful cold, like gripping cold. Yeah. And then I get to my, to the middle. And like you said, I, gr- I reached underneath and I just was like, just go. And I plunged my head in and I, and I swam underneath. And on the other side, it felt like I was <laughs> the Hulk just <laughs> it, it, coming out yeah. of all that ice, you know? And, oh, and I got, there,
0: there must've been like, it must've been at least a foot of ice yeah. on top surface of the water. It yes. Was, it was a lot. It was to get ridiculous. Through. And, it was dangerous. I yep. think. <laughs> and I
1: got out and I stood up and Luke was already getting out and he looked at me and I was like, eh. it was like frozen. And he's like, you can't just stand there, man. You got to move. And it took me <laughs> for like, I finally got out. But once I got out, I felt amazing. Uh, but but it brought up later in the, in, in, the, uh, in the Tough Mudder, like many miles later, because it's like a 12 mile thing. Many miles later, there was another not Arctic Enema because it was also keep in mind it's winter when we do this because we're brilliant, and it was like a thirty foot jump into a big like a, oh, a yeah, water. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. was it
0: a rope swing and then you no, swing no no up, no no you just no, jumped it was, off. A you body. climbed a wood I, thing. You yeah. climbed a,
1: this wood like rickety thing and then you jumped in, and it was one of those things where I was like, dude, if I got through the Arctic Enema, I can do this. This is fine. But when I looked over, it reminded me of another fear I have, and because the water was black yeah lack yeah and I, remember, I
0: was yeah i was afraid that once i hit the water i'd get turned like upside down and not know which way was up yeah and i was so, afraid I was, like, I was gonna land on that.
1: somebody or somebody was gonna land on me yeah. and i remember this person jumped and i'm like waiting and then the guy like the guy the worker's like okay go i'm like no i'm gonna wait yeah, where see is that person yeah <laughs> and i waited and then i saw them bob up i'm like okay so i go I hit that water <clears throat> and you're wearing shoes and everything and that. I, boy, I went deeper than I thought I was going to. Yeah.
0: And swimming in shoes is tough. It's tough. And getting like, they like feel like they're, they're anchors. Yes, pulling You down.
1: Yes. Like, like actual hunks of metal is what it feels yeah. like you're wearing. And I got, and I <laughs> swimming up and I'm like, I can't see anything. And I realized I think everybody's uncomfortable with, with this, but, uh, it, it's because I have, I don't know if you have this fear, but I have a fear of the ocean, dude, like a genuine Ooh. fear of the ocean, not the beach the ocean no i
0: love the ocean oh i
1: did we go on when we run our cruises and stuff it just i i love the ocean too i really do but if i was in a boat in the middle of the ocean they're like dude let's still pop out and take a dip i'd be like no thanks you know what i mean the idea of being like there's like miles of water underneath me and i don't know what creatures are that like no i don't like it, it
0: I, like I, sharks are you wor- yes. like worried about sharks sharks
1: yeah dude come on sharks dude like all of it
0: <laughs> Sharks. I, I, I mean, I mean, like if you cut, if, if you cut yourself and then <laughs> jumped in and they smell blood miles away or whatever, maybe maybe be scared then, but. I think for the most part, sharks don't want anything to do with you, especially a person your size. It's shall- like you you're you're bigger than most of the sharks of the ocean. So this is
1: a five-course meal right here, dude. They're <laughs> gonna want to no, no I, <laughs> Did you see that guy? He oh got in the water? Meals for days. Yeah. <laughs> Start with his feet, that's my salad. No, they uh no, you're right. I mean it's that's what we know about sharks, right? It's which we know very little, but any time that they attack a human, it's typically a mistake, which yeah. is they you know they think we're something else. But it doesn't matter. They still, the, the bite still happened. And I think you think about stuff like that. And the idea of like, like when I go to the beach, I have to go in the water. I have to play with the waves every time I'm going to mm-hmm. do it. But when I get out enough to where my feet aren't touching in the sand, and I realize I can't see two inches below the water because I just, it freaks me out, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess I do have some fear. Uh, I, I love the ocean. I absolutely do. And I was in it on last family vacation. We went to uh, the Bahamas and we went, You, know, we want to go snorkeling. And we found out this place that we were going to go snorkeling in had a lot of jellyfish in, in there. And I was like, I, I really don't want to get stung by a jellyfish. That sounds like it's pretty, pretty unpleasant. Yes. So, But I was like, you know, it, it, whatever. It's probably fine. You know, I'll just, I'll just make sure I'm looking around and stuff. So we start to go snorkeling. They weren't kidding about the jellyfish. They were everywhere. Yeah. So, but I get out there and I start looking around and they're just, I'm surrounded. Yes, like, I, dude. And I'm like, I'm like I, I don't know how to get out of here now without getting stung by a jellyfish. Oh. And so at that point, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not going to, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm calling this. I'm calling this. We lugged our snorkels on a cruise ship all the way to the Bahamas to go snorkeling at this place. And I called it off immediately because <laughs> of how many jellyfish there were. I'm like, I'm not doing this
1: that seems perfectly logical to me that seems perfectly logical i've I've never been stung by jellyfish that i know of I, I i kind of think i did is the
0: jellyfish the one that if you get stung you're supposed to pee on it or whatever you pee on your sting
1: yeah is that the one? i've heard of that i don't know how true that is but i don't
0: think i would ask anybody to pee on me i'll do it in any situation you, you would i'd pee on you oh well,
1: yeah i mean i you don't even need you to don't want that in reverse you don't, need, you don't need to get stung no i don't i don't do it right you know. now I don't I don't want I don't want it in reverse, but any chance to be on you, I'll take it. Oh, great. Okay.
0: <laughs> now I know it's on your bucket list. Great.
1: That's
0: an odd thing to say. Uh, <laughs> but I, as far as sharks, I'm not as super paranoid about the sharks as much because of my understanding in that, like you said, it's pretty rare that they attack humans. and if it is, it's because of an accident. But you know what do does scare me. Mm. It, and it's something that you've been much closer to than I have. You told me a story about this, and I'm sure you'll get into it. I do like alligators and crocodiles like i don't ever want to be in the uh, uh, within 20 feet of either one of those, those
1: get you do they uh, yeah. yeah the I, dude
0: the idea of like an alligator like grab it like biting my arm and doing the little roll the, roll, and the death ripping roll, my arm off like, no no i don't want to ever be close to, like didn't you you visited a campus when your daughter was looking Lafayette. Uh, for schools? or remember yeah. she was playing in a softball tournament or whatever. No, she was.
1: It was a college visit. It was uh, Louisiana uh, in Louisiana's Lafayette. And, and you
0: said something like you
1: just walk out and
0: there was just alligators walking across yeah, the campus.
1: Yeah, but there was that, like that was one of the. So you remember we had a school out here that had a peacock problem, right? GCC yeah, I'm not has, scared like, of peacocks? No, of course not. But they had the same thing with alligators, <laughs> and they're like just just leave them be. I'm like That's, that scares me, but. They're more like, there's, they're kind of, it's kind of hard to explain because I've seen they're, they're, they typically look like they're pretty benign, pretty, pretty little. You know what I mean? Like a lot of them are kind of little, but every once in a while, you'll see like a clip on the internet of like a golf, like in Florida, for example, on the golf courses, there will be giant alligators, dude. And the golfers go up and just kind of poke them in the tail with their club. And then they walk away. I'm like, what, what if that no, thing flipped around, that's man? That's not okay. Dude, I'm going to send you a clip. I just, I came across, I think it was on TikTok. I just came across this the other day. There is a room that's like half concrete that kind of and then slopes down into water. It's a big room. And there is, if I'm remembering this, probably about 15 to 20 alligators in the room. And guy just jumps in the middle of them, just jumps in and just kind of does a thing with his hands. And they all just like listen to him. I'm like, what is going on right now, dude? I, I, don't oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't that's I don't have no, that that would scare me too. Yeah, I don't
0: like alligators. I don't. Know. What's the difference between alligators
1: and crocodiles by the way, do you know? Uh, crocodile's is the one that took Captain Hook's hand. <laughs> I, thi- <laughs> like, I think
0: I, I don't know if one was next to the other. I'd be able to identify them.
1: I think a crocodile cuz I'm not I have no special but I think a crocodile is a more slender, long snout. Like it's like it literally looks like a like a like a big saw in a way in a, cro- a and an alligator is They have more of like a a fatter, whiter snout. I feel like you got that backwards for some reason. You think so? I
0: don't know. We'll find out in the comments. I think I did. I think I did. Wait, what did (laughs) I say? Which one has the white? I think the crocodile has the wider face in the alligator. Oh, see, I still think the the crocodile has the thin one. I don't know. We're gonna find out. Yeah, we'll find out. We're gonna find out But you're right about Captain Hook. That was a crocodile. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty
1: sure. That's (laughs) that's that's the key difference. Hey, well, that's
0: good. uh, That's good news. Somebody's gonna educate us. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Let's see what else. I, I realize, so I want to talk more about the ocean cause it doesn't, uh, you, would you get in the water in the middle of the ocean? And yeah, I think I'd be okay. Would you?
0: Yeah. I think I've done it before actually.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, how did you, what? parasailing? Parasailing. Oh, they take you, they take you pretty far out They
0: do in the ocean. I went parasailing and, and no, they didn't drop me back in the water. They pulled me in on a, on the back of the boat. Yeah. But
1: had they, what I'm hearing is if you were in the water, you'd have been fine with it. Yeah. I think I would have been like, Get me out, get me out of this, get me out of this oh, right been, now. I've been jet skiing too out in the ocean. See, I've only done jet skiing at lakes and stuff.
0: Yeah. It's fun in the ocean because there's waves to jump.
1: Oh man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you have to This no time fear my
0: point. cousin didn't T-bone me either. It was great.
1: So my brother's a scuba <laughs> diver and he does um all sorts of stuff. Like he he likes to swim with the sharks and stuff. It makes me absolutely crazy. We've talked about this before. Uh he wants me to go scuba diving with him and I want to go. I really do, but I'd be like, No. <laughs> I can't, the idea of getting in the, how these people do it, it just, it just blows my mind Mm. because there's vulnerable. And then there's like, if one of these creatures wants a piece of you or whatever, it doesn't, it's not up to, you don't have any say in this. Like you're so outmatched. If you're, if you're low and your equipment fails, well, you're done there too. And it's going to be awful. If you go into a cave and you can't get out, well, there you go. Like, I like You know what I mean? So it's like, it's all those fears together that I think. Being,
0: being like whatever, 30 feet down and then your equipment failing, like you're done, right? Like 30 feet, they could probably get out of that. But I mean, he, they, they, maybe not. I don't how know. How far down? Cause like uh, pressure, right? You have to, how do, how do you, how do you deal with the pressure? Cause even if I go to the bottom of my pool, which is only like six feet deep, you can feel, you it. can feel it in yeah. your ears or whatever that pressure, like somehow scuba divers figured out a way
1: to not have a pressure buildup in their head. No, they, so, so I can't, I mean, you know what, it, this would almost be a good podcast. have my brother in to talk about it. Cause he's like, let's you know, bring he, your brother in. We're in a new in, space. I know <laughs> he's been in uh, Mexico getting his masters um, for diving, his, his diving master certification or whatever. Uh, but my understanding is you kind of, you go down to a certain level and then you equalize, you do some sort of, you know, plug your, not plug your nose, but like push out and you, you they, they, you equalize, you, you readjust by some sort of method, pinch your nose and blow out your nose as hard as you can. And it does this thing to your ears. And then wow. they go down further. They do it again. And what that ends up meaning is that coming back up, you kind of have to reverse it. You got to yeah. come up slow or else that's when you oh, get the bends, You, you right? pass out,
0: right? Like, if you well, you too get fast. like
1: something like, and there's, there's, there's divers right now listening or like these idiots don't know what they're talking about, but there's something ab- about if you come up too fast, you end up saturating your blood with nitrogen or some oh, kind of effect. Right. I, yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah. I could be way off here, but it's something to that level to where you can't just be like, okay, I'm going up now. Like if you're, if you're deep, if you're a deep diver coming up is is a process,
0: you ever seen the people that do uh like free, free diving? Like they, yeah, no. Yeah. They go yes. down without tanks, right? Yes. Yes, dude. I was they in, learned how to hold their breath for like ever. Yeah. I was in
1: Cozumel and I was, uh, I was uh, snorkeling and the water looked like, Like drinking water, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. You could see like hundreds of feet. I just it blows my mind to this day. And our guide was a free diver, and so he just had his mask and a snorkel, and he goes underwater. I watched him go about thirty feet down, and it took him forever. I watched him reach under this giant rock and pull out this giant spider crab that crawled all over his arm, and then I watched him lay on his back and blow a a, like a ring, and then swim up through it. This whole thing took over like a minute and a half. And, I, and he's using muscle and stuff, and I'm watching this and I'm like, how? What is, dude? You need to breathe. Like I'm breathing the whole time because I'm just floating, breathing in my snorkel. Yeah. So, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know how to do it, dude. But, yeah, that's. See, we're tying all of our fears together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you ever have a? Do you have a fear of flying at all? Like airplanes? You can get no. up in an airplane and crash? Me either. I've always been okay with it. Me too. Like you see a lot of people that like as as the plane's going to take off, they're gripping their. They're gripping the, the seat, you know, yeah. and, and get anxious about it. And I'm just like, I love this part. I do, too. Especially, like, when they gun it and you you feel that, like, you're back at yeah, you the chair. And it's just like, and then the second you can feel the plane actually take off the ground, you whoosh. get that little bit
1: of a, whoop, yeah. you know, I love it. I do, too. I do, too. And I remember I was coming home from, I don't know what it was, I was by my, flying by myself. And I was sharing the seat with this newly married couple and they were like these younger kids and they were really nice, but the dude had a serious fear of flying. Like he never flies and he was just a wreck. Like, but we haven't even taxied out yet. He's a wreck and he's worried, worried, worried. And then they start to do the, mm-hmm. you know, and you can see him and he starts to panic. And I look over and his, his wife puts her hand on top of his and I reach over. I put my hand on top of hers too, And They both just started cracking up. <laughs> it was what needed to happen. You know what I mean? And he just starts laughing. He's like, dude, thank you. I appreciate that. And we took off and he was fine. But, <laughs> but I like, I mean, I, I get a, I get the same rush you do. Yeah. Uh,
0: they had a, they had a ride at universal studios that like, it was one of those where you sit in a chair and then they, they like just catapult you like 50 feet up in the air you're just in this like it's straight up and then and it comes down and like whoop and it kind of like dips and dips and dips i don't want to do oh that. i love those. i don't want to do you that. don't like those
1: no something about that that i i, I guess if i had some sort of 100 percent guarantee it's going to work fine i'd be okay but i'm just like this is what my wife was talking I'm about like, i'm, I'm like i'm like now saying something in opposite of me having
0: this freight of heights like i love that i yeah. love that thrill ride like the same thing with um uh, what was the, it used to be the haunted, whatever. And now it's, oh,
1: it's, the, that just that drop, that sudden drop. Yeah, yeah. They, they
0: shoot you up and then it opens the window so you can see out into is it. It's at, uh, Disney, Disneyland, California yeah. adventure, whatever. Uh, it, I forget the name, what they changed. Guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that one too. Cause it kind of catapults you. Yeah, but but I'm not afraid of heights on that one for some reason because they're too busy getting catapulted. Yeah, you
1: you I think you just have an overwhelming confidence in the machinery, which you should mine's the other yeah. way. Mine's like this is when it's going to fail. It's going to fail. Because. dude. They run the thing hundreds
0: of times a day. Yeah, I, I'm i not saying it's rational. And by the way, the, right. but yeah, you do have your whole like, you know, you that's what I'm saying touch with technology. that's yeah. going to break <laughs> things.
1: So I guess that makes sense. Well, I'll tell you this. This is a weird fear, but it's a real one. And uh, I have this weird fear of not insignificance, but the actual implications of how insignificant we actually are. And what I'm talking about is when I think about the infinite space, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The fact that our galaxy, our galaxy is a speck of dust. Like I think about all the stuff that I, you know, I focus on and what's important to me. And sometimes, so I have this trick where when somebody is making a big deal out of something, I developed this trick a long time ago. When I was feeling overwhelmed by something going on in my life, whether it's like maybe a performance coming up or a test or whatever, I would raise the POV into uh, like a bird like a bird's eye view of my life. And I would see, I'm just this little guy just doing some stuff. It's just not that big of a deal, Mm -hmm. but every once in a while it wasn't high enough. So I raise up higher to where now I can see the whole city. Look at all these, this, everybody in the city's got stuff going on. I'm just one of those people. Yes. (laughs) And then it got to a point where I'd pull out to where, in my mind's eye. I would, would, I would see the the globe and I would be like, yeah, this is, this is nothing. This is nothing to worry about. You know what I mean? It's like a trick I use, but if you go up too high, then the fear starts to teeter the other direction where I'm like, man, it's not only is this not a big deal, None of this matters. Like, ah, <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's not a good place. To no, live in. it's not. And that's the fear <laughs> I have is 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 just being constantly reminded of ah, just how eternal space is. I find it very fascinating, but it's but the constant reminder that we're just a speck of dust is is a is a fear yeah. that I... Well, they
0: captured that actually really well in uh, Men in Black, and maybe it was oh, the second oh, one. Do you remember first, where the first one was? Yeah. It the first yes, one? it's the Marvels. The Marvels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it and what was what was it was our whole galaxy or something it was, was a marble or it, was, it was more
1: than that i can't remember it was our whole galaxy was a single marble and there was just a ton of marbles it was the there was not only a ton of marbles it was literally there was a creature playing, playing marbles. The, yeah yeah marbles right. is a game yeah everybody we, were, well. we were
0: in a marble of a creature playing with yeah yes dude
1: and i remember like that scene uh that movie came out a long time ago. A yeah, great that's movie, why I'm having a hard time remembering it. Yeah, so old. Such a great movie. Uh, but the, the scene finishes where they're at the park, and it, like you said, it pulls out because they're sitting on a bench. And the camera goes up and out, out, and everything that you just explained is well. Yeah, happens.
0: that's what your story reminded me of of you panning out. And then yeah. I, was like, I was like, wait, I've seen this, and they captured it in Men in Black. Yeah,
1: and 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 So think of it this way, right? I remember seeing that in that scene, making me sick, not emotionally sick, but making me sick because the realization of it was, was pretty daunting. Right. Mm -hmm. It was to just, like I said, they're really, I mean, the point of that scene was to point out, you're not kind of insignificant. you, you, you were nothing. You know what I mean? Like this is all nothing, Mm -hmm. not just you. You're not just the planet you're on, not just the solar system that your planet's in, but the galaxy that your solar system is inside means nothing. (laughs) <laughs> like that, that's what the whole thing was, right? Yeah. Well, let's have some fun. If you remember the creature that was playing marbles, well, keep the camera going. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's what's that creature marble. And that's what that's the fear I have. Like, yeah. that's the fear that that since it's so infinite that we know so very little about it, how much higher does it go? And you know what I mean? Like it's so high, like how can that be a fear? But it is. It's some sort of weird weird fear the fear
0: of insignificance
1: it's yeah. a fear of insignificance but it's like it's almost like the fear of severe insignificance <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean like when it comes right down to it my everything has the same significance as a single grain of sand on a beach
0: I, I, mean, I okay. have a fear that, that there's a lot of people listening right now that have never given that any thought and you just ruined their lives no
1: I didn't you guys are <laughs>
0: fine
1: you're all That's fine. the
0: opposite of what we're here to accomplish yeah. we're supposed to give hope and, well, and, and
1: keep in mind I'm <laughs> very neurotic about certain things <laughs> and this is one of them this is a, and it's and, and it t- goes all the way but ties all the way back to the kind of the fear of the ocean the fact that like there's on our own planet all the way down there there's so much we don't know because yeah. we can't get down there i don't want to just float above that like that's a, that's the a stuff where i'm just like it's the it's the it's the fear of the unknown maybe it's the fear of the unknown
0: yeah could be yeah when you start talking about space i, I was like oh i think i know where he's going He's got a fear of of uh Going for a spacewalk and and not being connected to the ship oh. and just floating out into space. Well, now I do. Like, did you see The Martian? Right. Yeah. You see when he like jets himself up into space, and if he doesn't grab the thing or yeah. latch onto the the other person from the spaceship, Basically, he's gonna float off into nothingness. That I have a fear of that. I don't know how that would ever come about. Like, I don't think I'm gonna go into space. You don't. Do you know. think we're going to go into space in our lifetime? Like, Let's let. We'll, we're going to new subject. Uh, <laughs> you and me. Do you think in our in our lifetime there's any reason that you and I would end up in space?
1: No, because
0: I, I know I know they have it now to where. Um, what's the dude? The Virgin Media guy. Uh, he's got a he's got an airplane that can go into the outer atmosphere oh, right. or whatever, right? Branson, <laughs> I have what's no his idea. name? Um, so does he, Elon? I think has a the similar thing. Uh, Where they can take you to what's technically technically considered outer space, but not really. It's it's a plane that just went really high. Yeah, (laughs) you know. (laughs) (laughs) So I mean, but you have to pay apparently a lot to get on those planes. Imagine I don't. I I have no need to do that. I have no reason to. I I don't need to go to space, unless our planet's like gonna
1: die and we have to. I mean, it fascinates me. I don't.
0: I but I don't. Yeah, it all fascinates me. But I don't like feel a need to get in a rocket ship and go into space just to experience
1: it. Oh, really? I think if the if it was presented to me, I don't know if I could get over the fear of it, but maybe. But because the idea of looking out the window and seeing the planet, like that's, that's, I'll admit, that That'd would be cool. Would but be uh,
0: they have really good pictures on the internet. <laughs> I'll, I'll just oh, looks just it looks just like the pictures I, don't I wanna, in my living room. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> risk my life to experience that <laughs> firsthand, I think. So yeah, I guess I have a fear of dying
1: in outer space. <laughs> well, do you remember the movie? Um, was it, it was either Armageddon, which was the one where they... It was Armageddon, I think, where they wanted to blow up the media. They grabbed they, Bruce Willis's oil rig team, you know, oil, oil team. They, you know, you were gonna make you astronauts, so land you on the meteor, and then you're gonna, you know, blow it up. Yeah. Uh, so there's a kid, like the, one of the one of his guys. I can't remember this actor's name. I, he's like he's like uh, jovial, like a heavier set jovial guy. And I've seen him in other stuff, and he's so awesome. There's like this quick clip of something goes wrong. He's in a spacesuit. Something goes wrong, and there's an explosion. And it catapults him off into space and it gives his POV for just a split second as the meteor is disappearing away and he's screaming. You can like, it's almost like there's a camera like at his ear so you can kind of see it's hard to explain, but he's screaming and his suits not ruptured. He's not hurt. He's perfectly fine. So he's just going to float off into space until he's dead. Like I remember that. I remember like they just glossed over that part. Yeah. And then next thing you know, like at the end of the movie when they're, you know, celebrating all the people that went up and did this. some were lost and some weren't lost, but there was a picture of him at the funeral, uh, or, you know, kind of honoring what, you know, his part. And I'm like, he's probably still alive. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's yeah, maybe killed go killed me. Get him. It's impossible. Like, it's <laughs> like, he's probably still alive. Like, remember like, I, like when that movie came out, maybe that- he had his iPhone on him and you could just do <laughs> find, find my iPhone and find my person, <laughs> find my floaty body. He but that's I remember seeing that and being like dude he this is he's just floating out there.
0: That would be terrible. Yes, just dude. Just like knowing there's nothing. And you have you, you can can't do get and...
1: any control. Yeah. Nothing. You can wiggle all you want. But unless you have some sort of purchase on some sort of level, you have no control. And that was
0: What what do you think kills you at that point?
1: Uh probably but just pro- oxygen. Yeah,
0: he he'd run out of oxygen. Yeah,
1: probably that first. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. I don't want to die like that. I don't yeah. yeah. <laughs> What was the movie? Oh, it may have been the Martian. It was the Martian or it was the Sandra Bullock one where we're talking a lot about space, but this is all part of fear. Uh fear. One of them like went into this spin. Who was it? So one of them, like they were, they went into like a, a head over heel spin mm-hmm. you're in space. This is your, this is your reality. This is your reality for eternity. Like you're just, we, there's, you have no purchase. And they, they ended up, I don't know. I don't remember how that scene uh, rectified itself, but That notion of just unbelievable hopelessness, dude, I have, I don't know how much you play with your VR, but there's an app on it. That is the, the ISS, right? The international space station where you can navigate and and whatever. And it's fun. I'm in my living room, my living room, dude. And I go out for a spacewalk and I grab and I like pull myself and like go to grab on something else. And that notion of making like, imagine that's real and you slip and you and you're not connected and you just float out there. What do you make me talk about L- this? For? Loss
0: of control. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the the bottom line there. You talked about VR actually my daughter has been home from school, you know, they're on vacation. And so she got bored and she wanted to to use the VR. And so I've let her uh and she started playing these games that are kind of like I I don't know if I could do because of the fear of heights thing. She got one that's like walk the plank and you're like walking across a plank over uh you know like a giant you know hole in the ground and not trying not to fall or whatever yeah. and then and then she graduated from that to like free solo climbing you know to where she's climbing up mountains yeah and stuff. i have that one and you fall
1: you like you actually fall if you don't grab and stuff and i'm like ah, no, i think i would throw up it's it's i i have that one it'll make you nauseous like and it's kind of cool because as you're climbing uh you've got your your it's a part of real climbing too is that you've got to be Uh, cognizant of your fatigue and stuff. And so you'll see your hands will start to like, I think they like start to light up red when you're going to lose grip strength and you got to reach back behind you and like you're chalking up and taking a break and all that. And when you make some sort of jump or you, you miss and your, your guy falls, he also gives this audible scream that he's fallen to his death and i've uh, heard
0: it f- as she was yeah. playing i've heard that scream yes
1: and what you see is that the, the mountain rushing by and it'll you feel oh, a little whoosh
0: oh man you i feel- don't think i could handle that <laughs> I, I barely have used my vr headset i just haven't found found time to use it so see,
1: get it to face your fears i'm gonna go swim with sharks that's oh, a good idea all
0: these fears are talking about we will experience them in vr and face our fears that way in a controlled and comfortable environment we got to find a way to stream it that's a good idea also got to find a way to uh, put some risk behind it. Like that's that's the thing. You're not really facing your fears if it's virtual reality. Yeah, that's know? true.
1: But it's a, a form of it. Here's another <laughs> one for you. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Let's see. I I don't necessarily have a fear of being alone, but I have this weird fear of kind of. I, I can't explain it. If I'm in a house and there's nobody in the house nobody and i'm including no dogs no pets of any kind you never time. had that in your life exactly you i mean i have but it's about. so rare i mean okay <laughs> i have but it's so rare like like to the point to where like i this is going to sound silly but i went to feed my brother's cats and he's got two cats you know there's cats there so there's and you know but there's no dogs there's not there's just the two cats pretty big house And I went there and it's just me and the cats and I can't explain it. But when I'm in that arena, I feel like I'm being watched. I feel like I just can't. Mm. It's the weirdest thing when I'm super alone. I just feel like I'm being watched. It's the same thing. Like when I go camping, right? We've had a time where we've been out camping and for some reason, somebody like we got to go, we got to leave. We got to, we're going to drive down the mountain, go to the store or whatever we're going to do. Uh, when we want somebody to stay here, when I'm like, you know, I was volunteer because I actually, I, oddly, I enjoy my alone time. But when I'm in the middle of the forest, completely by myself, you better believe everything I'm listening is me thinking somebody is trying to uh, get the best of me. Oh, wow. <laughs> whether it's a black bear or whether it's yeah. a person or whatever. Yeah,
0: I get that. I mean, when when you hear noises and stuff and then not knowing what's out there. Yeah, you know, there's um somebody made this sensory deprivation like room to where. Like the entire room has such amazing soundproofing that there's literally zero sound. Like if you got out one of those little sound meters that capture how many decibels are in the room, it's like maybe negative. I don't know. There's like there's no sound. And apparently if you go in there and you like shut off all the lights and and everything, there's zero sound like like people, people go crazy like you, you can't physically stay in that room for too long without going. I've nuts. heard
1: that that's a bucket list. Cause I've heard it. And I've also heard other people say yeah I was in it for an hour. It's fine. Like I've, yeah. I, but I've heard what you're saying. Cause my understanding is you can hear your own heartbeat in there. And it, I know like I can picture it because not only is the whole thing soundproof, but literally you're, there's you're standing on like grates where the soundproofing is underneath it. Like there's mm-hmm. no, there's nowhere for sound to bounce at all. It right? would be,
0: it would be interesting to experience that. Like, yes, I did. Bucket like list hearing, item, dude. Hearing your digestive system working yes, dude. would
1: be a trip. Yes, you Ooh. could yep. Up. Oh, we lost the light we in the room. Lost the light over there. Wait, are you still am I still handsome? I'm fine. <laughs> Only, only people, light.
0: Uh, people listening on the audio, is like, well, what? Yeah, one of our lights just <laughs> I, went out in the room. I
1: refer to myself as handsome a lot, and believe me, I think I I believe the, the exact opposite. That's why I make that. No, the joke. light
0: the light went out because it, it didn't want people to see your
1: face. <laughs> the light itself was like I'm going to spare the. Oh well, we're purpose. we're dealing with the low lighting now. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, that's fine. That's don't let the light derail you. What were we talking about? Gosh, the sensory
0: deprivation and yeah, yeah. Like I I don't know. Do you think you can handle it? So, like you said, like there are people that have gone in and been like, "I can't do this, get me out of here, I'm gonna yeah. go nuts." And then there's people that are like, "Yeah, I spent hours in there and I'm absolutely fine." I think it's you know obviously it's like the type of person that you I are could. dictates that. Now you but. can't
1: go in there. I mean, I I think I could. I think I I think I could. You know what I mean? Because I remember. Have you ever gone to Alcatraz? Uh,
0: no, just by it, not in it.
1: Okay, so if you go in it, um, anybody doesn't know what Alcatraz is. Alcatraz is a. Uh, it's a prison that has been decommissioned and was decommissioned many, many, many years ago, but it's essentially on an Island outside of San Francisco. Is it? San Francisco. Yeah, that's correct. It's on an Island outside of San Francisco and not like there's an Island with a prison on it. The prison is the Island. Like it takes mm-hmm. up the entire Island and it was meant for like the most high profile, uh, criminals to be inescapable. Like, it. like literally. So like most prisons, I think the, uh, um, the, the, the prison guard to inmate ratio is like one to 30, some even higher. And I believe at Alcatraz, it was like one to three, which is one of the reasons that it uh, was decommissioned because it's so, so very expensive. Uh, okay. There you go. So this is a, a prison on an Island in the middle of shark infested waters. You though the shark infested part I think is a myth. <laughs> so you go in there and you take this tour, you take an audio tour where they, you put on a, like a, because like a headset and then you walk and it just based on where you're at, it talks to you in regards to that part. And, they do a great job with the sound effects and the ambient noise. And, you know, now you're in the mess hall and all this. Well, when you go lower, there's a place called the hole and it's where they like, I mean, these are the worst criminals in the world. It's where they put the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. It was almost where I was like, boy, I, I'm somebody who like, I know I'm not a huge fan of criminals, but like, who deserves this? Like, this is bad. They would go, if they acted up, they would go in the hole, not for an hour, for like a, a week, maybe two weeks. And the hole was a completely cage. When you went in there, it was as black as putting your palms over your eyes. Ugh. I mean, it was it was black. It does not get any darker. And so they then have a little slide they throw in food every once in a while. And these guys would be in there for, you know, days, weeks at a time. And one of them, um, I was listening to an interview. It was actually his voice, uh, and and he had long passed, right? But his he was talking about his time in the hole. And I think he was there for a week and he came up with a game where he ripped a button off of his shirt and he just would flip it in the air. And then he would just spend hours feeling the ground looking for it. And when he found it, he would do it again. I mean, if that's not the human mind, just grasping for some sort of sanity or, or purpose, what is, you know? what I mean? so that's why I'm like, I, okay, I do want to give this deprivation room a shot. I do. But it makes sense to me how some people would last an hour and other people like get me out of here. Mm -hmm. Cause you probably just start to go nuts. But do they turn the lights off in there? I can't remember. Okay, I think, this I think a, you yeah. you
0: have the option to okay and it'd be pitch black, okay?
1: dude. Let's do this. Let's find a way. I yeah, want dude, to this, be in this that is going room. on the
0: bucket list. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's on the bucket list. All right, we'll, we'll make a note of that. Uh, <laughs> see how you're thinking the prison, too. A lot of times, like you watch like ghost adventures or whatever these these ghost hunter shows, and and they go into places like prisons because there's a lot of a lot of deaths that happen in prisons, a lot of murders and things like that. So yeah. a lot of times, there's like you know spirits uh they're supposed to be there. Yeah. And so I would be afraid of that. Like, well <laughs> we yeah, you know, that's like, fair. We've that's been through fair. the ghost stories thing, but I could imagine like if you're in if you're in like the hole or whatever and you heard anything, you know, you would be thinking it could be it could be a spirit. You yeah, know, dude, you, who knows. D- yes,
1: dude. And you're going so there was a show, it wasn't Fear Factor. It was a show like Fear Factor. Um I don't remember what it was, but it was specifically around the supernatural where they basically had to do these challenges. uh, And so they, you know, the contestants were wearing these cameras, these like POV cameras. And and there was like hidden cameras like throughout the facility and all that. And they had to do certain things. And so, you know, like we play Phasmo and we're sitting in our computers playing Phasmo. They would go to like shut down insane asylums. They would go to prisons and stuff like that. Uh, and then they have these challenges. Okay, you have to go to this room. You got to do this, whatever. And then, a lot of the time they're together, but everyone's all they got to go by themselves. Bro, ah, oh, bro, there was one where the, the challenge was this. This person had to go, it was a prison. They had to navigate in by themselves, Go walk into this prison middle of the night by themselves, this decommissioned prison. They had to go. Now they had something in their ear to where they're like, okay, now there's a flight of stairs on your left. Then they had to go all the way down to where there was an electric chair i mean that's Ooh. how old this prison was dude they still had the electric chair like not it obviously not functioning it's been shut down for years but there was a chair there in the so the electric chair is right there in the middle of this room and they look and they like look in they just look into this room and they see this electric chair they're like no and they're like you got to sit in that oh and you got you got to sit in it for, no. an, for an hour <laughs> oh. you got and see that blindfold put on the blindfold mm. bro so they said i couldn't do it right no i would have been no like way. yeah and uh, i'm out i oh, tag out
0: how much money do they
1: win? yeah they, exactly <laughs> and they and this person here's the crazy thing i've always wondered how much the show got involved or if if involved but it was a girl who did it and what a boss because she put on the blindfold she sat down in electric chair um and i think she i don't remember if there was something holding her wrist i don't couldn't because she was by herself so anyway she had to sit there and couldn't move and when all was said and done Uh, they're like, after like an hour, like, okay, you can leave. So she gets up and she leaves calmly, doesn't run out. And she gets all the way back to their, their gathering outside of the, and they are like, so what's up? And she was like super calm, but she's like, and she was but something was off. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what's going on? And she's like, somebody kiss me. Oh yes, dude. Cause she was blindfolded and she's like, somebody kiss me. And, and, and they're like, what? And so naturally, like, there's no footage of somebody. So my brain's like, would the producers have crossed that kind of line? You know what I mean? I remember thinking that. Would they cross that line and have somebody come kiss her just for views? Or what the heck? Because uh, one of three things yeah. happened. Either they crossed the line, everything comes down to threes, people. Either <laughs> either they crossed the line and somebody kissed her, or there was a spirit that kissed her, or her mind filled in like right. like and I imagine filling in blanks uh to the level of you f- you're feeling somebody kiss you. Mm-hmm. I mean, just oh dude. Oh, so man. Uh, that's yeah, not going on the bucket list. I can do it. Yeah, let's not <laughs> let's not put that on the bucket list.
0: Uh, so uh, last thing I want to talk about with fears is is irrational fears. Okay. All right. So I the, the thing that comes to mind for me is we both like impractical jokers quite a bit. And yeah. and you know, Sal, he's got what I consider an irrational fear of, it is. of cats. I'm calling it out, it's garbage. He's got an irrational Nobody's fear. Nobody's afraid of cats. of cats. Do you do you have any what could be considered irrational fears.
1: Um, I've got to, right? Uh, this is going to sound kind of crazy. I'll tell you,
0: if you can't think of it.
1: You think I have one? hmm Oh, no. You're talking about clowns. Clowns. Yeah.
0: You have a fear of clowns. That's perfectly rational. I know rational. you're not alone. I've heard other people perfectly, have. Perfectly, exactly. How How is this? What, what's wrong with clowns? They're supposed to bring
1: joy they and don't. fun and happiness. They're awful. And, red noses. Uh, Yeah.
0: What is is this so scary about a clown? I
1: don't get it. I don't, um, I, you know what, honestly, if I had to like, um, psychoanalyze it, um, I I actually believe it or not. I actually think it stems back to a certain moment in my life where this clown, in my opinion, was just being a clown and not doing anything crazy, but I was very, very young kid, very young kid. And he, you know, clowns, they don't, personal space is not a thing. And he was all up in my business. And I was mm. making it pretty clear. I don't want anything to do with you clown. And I don't think I had fear of clowns at the time. It was that and also the combination of the movie It. Uh, but he starts sticking his finger in my ear. And that, that's too much for me. And I'm like <laughs> swatting his hand away. And he does it again. That's And I, it wasn't like over the top. But it was one of those like, there's not having personal space. And then there's whatever you think you're doing. Is this some, is this, who is this entertaining for? This is stupid. And so my whole life, I've just been like, I just, there's something behind that makeup that just spooks me. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, this is this, you know what? No, this is an absolute irrational. This is irrational. And I dig, <laughs> it. I understand. I have to imagine that nearly 100% of clowns literally want to just bring joy. I get that. I really understand that. But it's a whole idea of having paint decide your emotion or, or having paint illustrate your emotion. So you don't actually have to, now I don't know what you're up to. You see what I'm saying? Oh, like, that's what I think it is. Like I, my, okay. one of my biggest strengths in life is I know people, I read people, but clowns have taken that ability away from me.
0: How does that play out at Halloween when kids are showing up <laughs> at your door in a, in a mask? I kick them in the face.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. No, I'm like, just like, I stopped answering the door for Halloween <laughs> years ago. I just turned the light off. And Those are
1: little, okay. That's a fair point. The little kids in masks. They're cute little kids. If it was a grown man in a mask, I'd be like, oh, you can leave now. You know what I mean? Like that, it's that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like it, that it, it is. <laughs> you got me thinking.
0: No, I don't have any problem with kids, obviously. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have any irrational fears. I, I can't think of any, but I think it's, it's also because it, we wouldn't know it ourselves. You know, like you wouldn't think about it. You would you wouldn't thought about it till I said it. That, yeah. Cause I know, I know that you had that fear.
1: Yeah. I, I, and, I, it, and
0: when you told me that I just couldn't understand why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because yeah, not all people do and, and it's yeah. and it's so i also so so we talk okay so we also talk about the fear. and let me ask you this so when i was younger when i was a freshman in high school and there was still a lot of hazing going on with the drum line um it was still we were still buddies we still did a lot of fun stuff and then one day they're like it's time for Skiz to meet the bat cave i'm like what is that and they're like We're going to the bat cave now this is before cell phones so this is we all you know we did a lot of crazy stuff and there's basically it was like an irrigation uh Canal like within the mountain near our our house, way out in the desert. We get we drive there in the middle of the night, and of course, it's kind of playing on my mind. I'm like, this, a lot of these guys don't really like me. They're gonna leave my body here. Like, you know, it's <laughs> like, so we get there, and it's the dead of night. The only light uh, that is allowing us any sort of sight is is from the moon, the reflection of the moon, and so the uh, desert has this very calming, very uh, dark blue hue to it, and the hole in the side of the mountain was concrete it was concrete holes meant for like irrigation through the desert i don't really get it and it was just you could see the entrance of it and all you could see was just black mm-hmm. i'm like oh, is that where we're going they're like yep we're going in there i'm like whoa and now now i'm really pumped up but i'm i'm really afraid because of fear of the unknown we start walking and as we're going uh you also have to crouch down because it's not that tall mm-hmm. so we're crouching over and we're like everybody keep a hand on the person in front of you we all have to be touching each other and we're going and then like quite literally like a bat flies over our head right and so the panic ensues everybody just starts running so now i don't i cannot touch anybody we're all just running in pure blackness we don't know who we're gonna now now my brain's like "I, i could trip over a body right now yeah i know what's going on we run all the way to the other side and there's some moonlight right there and it was we almost went into the water that because it was kind of this weird setup and then we had to make our way back and it was super fun and super exhilarating but it was the whole like i'm in the middle of the unknown and it is messing with me right now yeah i
0: don't think i could handle that well oh. i wouldn't I, I don't know if i'm like afraid of bats or anything like that part wouldn't have got me but the, just, I think just the, the dark tunnel and not knowing yes. what as you're running what's in front of you yes yeah, dude that's, that's scary i had
1: my hands up in front of my face like the whole time i was worried i was gonna like smash into something and <laughs> it made it could have what the heck were we thinking but but it was, I mean, it was exhilarating, but it was still, it was exhilarating because of the fear component to it, you know? We I'm sure we can
0: find a VR simulator for that, too, <laughs> if we want to continue this facing our fears via VR. <laughs> yeah, we'll stream it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that'll be, be a good stream, actually. It really would, man. <laughs>
1: All right, I want to hear your fears, uh, in the in the oh, comment yeah.
0: section. Yeah. yeah, we always like uh, when you guys feed the comment section. It's good for the algorithm yeah, too. but good. we like reading it.
1: Well, I like reading it too, yeah. and that, that's my thing. Is that like I want to hear your irrational fears, right? I mean, I have a fear. Oh of, yeah, I have a fear of holes. Like holes scare me, like like holes in the ground that go way down deep and I, I can't see the bottom of it. Like that stuff spooks me, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's irrational, but <laughs> we'll, let,
0: we'll let them decide. Is that irrational? Yes or no? Yeah, but, yeah, but I'd like to hear some other irrational fears because the cloud one I thought was pretty funny. So
1: Shut up. You have to have
0: some sort of a rational fear. I'll think about it. I, I can't think of any now. You're I'll- telling
1: me if there's a clown sitting here right now listening to us just looking at you, not never blinking, you'd be fine with it? Well, I mean, if he was being creepy, I'd be they like... All claw- they're all creepy. They're <laughs> not all creepy. They're all... <laughs> <laughs> so somebody's got a job. Somebody listening right now has a
0: job as a clown and... They're crying themselves, but well, you wouldn't know it because of the makeup.
1: You know, get a, get, get, get another job. I don't know. I'm <laughs> just
0: kidding. No, you're uh, fine. I don't hate you. Don't, uh, a little bit. It is fun to talk about Fierce, though. <laughs> All right. Another fun. We've got to wrap things up here. Yeah. And uh, hopefully hopefully next time we get together, well, the setup will have evolved even more, and we won't have lights go out in the middle of the, the podcast either. <laughs> yeah. We'll get uh, that i got to love technical difficulties. But anyway, always fun chatting about stuff. Can't wait for next time. All right, man. See you guys later.